Hi, welcome back to Jewelry Navigator Podcast with your host, me, Brenna Pakes. I'm a graduate gemologist and have a background in geology and just love sharing information and fun facts about jewelry in a podcast. I hope that you've been enjoying it and this is the second part of a two-part series with a uh, watch specialist named Kelly Jewel. And this is the second part of It's About Time, a unique twist on luxury watches. In the second half, Kelly will share some of the red flags to watch for when shopping for luxury watches and jewelry in the second secondary markets. She'll also share um, that understanding the unique market position that the low supply and high demand has created for luxury watch retailers has complicated things and made the supply even um, more complicated and why it's important to work with someone like Kelly and also to work with people who have a good reputation and in that sense it's somewhat difficult to find but she's very forthcoming with a lot of her knowledge and information and has an extensive line of experience. You'll want to check out her Instagram feed and also her website because some of the customizations she's done on some of these watches like Rolex watches are really impressive. Things like um, she calls it very iced out. So a lot of diamonds, a lot of gemstones, a lot of bling on these watches. And it takes a lot of high skilled workmanship to to complete it. So she's very particular about who she works with to complete these these um, special customized jobs that she has for people but i saw one that has beautiful diamond butterflies on the dial and then there's one that has um, rainbow gems all around the edge of the the watch called the bezel and i've learned so much from this visit with kelly after our initial visit i dug deeper to understand the different styles um, by what she refers to in the first podcast and as she explained, the, the Rolex watch has a very simple and classic design with just very subtle differences, some in the bracelet styles, others in the functions and the ceramic bezels that go around the edge of the watch. One of the fun facts that I found out about one particular watch, the one I just mentioned that has the ceramic color bezels, it's the GMT Master II watch that has... Um, these colorful uh, ceramic bezels and they it kind of in an off-market um, description they've come to be known as iconic colors that are associated with sodas like the blue and the red bezel is called a pepsi the green and the black is a sprite and the brown is referred to as root beer and the gmt master with the blue and black bezels are called Batman. So that was an interesting fun fact that I came across I would never have known and I really appreciate having this um, this little bit of knowledge about these luxury watches. And before I proceed with the rest of the visit with Kelly, I just want to mention um, one terminology that you may not be familiar with if you're not in the trade. She uses the term AD, which stands for authorized authorized dealer. And um, 
it's important, they have an important place in the luxury goods like watches because it legitimizes the supply, making sure that, of course, um, counterfeits aren't being sold and it's um it's a legitimate place to go and purchase things like a rolex watch unfortunately right now the demand is extremely high and the supply is low and uh, kelly provides some really interesting insights to what happens behind the scenes so here is the rest of my visit with kelly jewel of jewel time what what's the flashiest one that you've ever made so a while back, we actually took a, um, it's been a few years, um, we added diamonds to an entire GMT master watch, like everywhere. <laughs> and um, like we added diamonds to the dial, to the bezel, to the bracelet, the, like we put baguettes in the center links, like and Rolex does do a watch like that on a white gold GMT and it's like a $500,000 watch retail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were able to do it and it looked beautiful. It was actually for a Hollywood producer. Wow. Um, yeah. And it looked beautiful. That's good to know that it can be done the right way and with the yeah. right parts and original, all original Rolex watch. It's really good to know the difference. So that kind of brings me um, to my next question for people who are looking for Rolex watches rather than buy them brand new from a jewelry store. There are a lot of um, secondary market options. What are some red flags that you can tell our listeners to look for? What should they look for? Where should they not shop? What are some some good tips that you can share with our listeners, whether they're consumers or even shop owners themselves looking for secondary market um, luxury watches? Yeah. Um, so, of course, if you buy the watch from a Rolex AD, you know, you're getting a genuine watch. That's a no brainer, right? Right. But that's not usually an option for 99% of the population because the Rolex ADs just don't have watches. Right. They don't have them. Like the watches in their window are hollow. There's no movement in them. They're for display purposes. <laughs> like no you just, yeah, you can't get them. I mean, they'll let, I think they'll let you try on the ones that are for display purposes to see what size you want. Or so you can, so you can pick which list you want to get on. Oh, I'll get on the list and I'm waiting three years for my watch, which oh my they God. all, they all will tell you. Oh, we'll put you on the list. There is no list. There's no list. <laughs> they they will tell you that, but there, I tell you right now, there is no list. You know what the list is? What? If you're Torno, if you're Torno or Ben Bridge and you're an AD, the list is who spent the most money on jewelry for their wife last year. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. that's the number one on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? They can do whatever they want. They don't have to answer to anyone. So <laughs> If you want to get on a list and you're not willing to spend the kind of money that it takes to be that top VIP, you're not going to be able to buy from an AD at that retail price, mm -hmm. which a lot of that's what they want. You know, people will wait on the list for three, five years. They keep talking about, you know, you, I'm in these forums and I'm on the list and we all laugh. There's no list. <laughs> there is no list. So is it because the demand is so high? They just yeah. So the demand is more than yeah. The demand is so high, and what's happening is a lot of these dealers are uh, are greasing the ads. 
mean, it's not legal, but they're doing it. Okay. And nobody's going to know because they're just handing them a pile of cash under the table and letting these other gray market dealers buy their watches. Okay. Huh. So <laughs> then they can get away with it. Cause, and, and a lot of these ADs, they, if they know a watch that they're selling, that, that retails for 30, you know, we'll say $30,000, mm-hmm. maybe like a certain watch that's really well, like popular, like a Daytona or something retails for $30,000 or $40,000. And then they know that it's going for $180,000 on the gray market. You think they're going to want to just sell it for 30 or $40,000 retail to a retail customer? Because Uh if they sell it to a retail customer, they have to sell it for the retail price. Right. Right. But if they sell it to a gray market dealer with, with a pot, with, you know, you know, sixty, seventy thousand dollars cash under the table that nobody can prove. I don't do this. I'm just telling you what I know because I'm in mm-hmm. the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, if they do that, that's a symbiotic relationship. Nobody's gonna tell on anybody, right? If the dealer needs the gray market dealer. The 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 authorized dealer needs the gray market dealer. The gray market dealer needs the authorized dealer. They right. need each other. It's a symbiotic relation. Nobody's going to rat each other out. The AD cannot sell that watch to a retail client who, who's on the list. Uh-huh. Okay. For retail. Because they're, they're only going to be able to sell it to them for retail. Otherwise, they're going to rat. If they try to hit them up for extra money under the table, all they have to do is tell on them, to, you know, and they could lose their status as an AD. Mm-hmm you know, Rolex could start investigating. The ones that don't get caught doing it are the ones that just do it with trusted dealers who they know they can trust. And like I said, it's a symbiotic relationship. So nobody's Mm going to rat each other out. So my point, yeah, there's no VIP list. So then, which leads me to, if you are just a person who decided, hey, I want to buy a Rolex watch or, you know, just suck it up and just buy it just buy it online. Like none of these ADs are allowed to sell their products online, right? There's no Rolex. You can't go to the Rolex website and buy a Rolex. Right. Right. You have to go into one of their boutiques or one of their authorized dealers. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to get it. Unless you buy it from a gray market dealer like myself, mm-hmm. which leads me to the next thing. How do you know? So the best way to get it is from a gray market dealer, right? Because you don't want to wait five years on the list that you're not on. Uh Um, and so if you're shopping online, for example, eBay, Chrono 24, both of them have pretty good. So they all have sellers that sell on their sites, right? You send it to Rolex's authenticity guarantee, and then they guarantee authenticity and they ship it to your client. Okay. And then, um, so that's one way, but if you want a custom watch, like what I do, Rolex doesn't do an authenticity guarantee on them because they're customized. They, they don't want to mess with watches that, that aren't, that have been customized. Basically mm-hmm. they, they don't want to open them up and mess with them. And there's too much risk because there's too much of the unknown. Right. Okay. Right. Because it's not their customization. They're, they're only familiar with the factory original way that it's done. Mm-hmm. Right. And the way it should function function. Whereas a lot of these people that do customizations, they do them wrong. Like I said, some of them will add adhesive to the bezels and stuff like that. And then what is going to happen when Rolex's authenticity people get it and they can't they have to take it off and it's adhesive like 
that they're not familiar with that because that's not the way, correct way it's supposed to function. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So they just, they don't mess with that. So what I recommend people do is look at the feedback of the seller. Uh-huh. You know, it's basically their Google start reviews within, e- you know, within eBay. And I've been on eBay for 23 years now. Uh-huh. And I have one, every single review I've ever had has been five stars, like perfect. So I've never had a negative. So I get a lot of, I get a lot of customers through eBay because they see my feedback and they know like, Hey, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do anything that's not in their best interest, or I wouldn't have 100% perfect five stars right. for okay. 23 years. You know, that's mm-hmm. not common. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but there are other people that even if they have like 98, that's 98%, even 96% is good enough, you know, like, yeah, you know, it can't make everyone happy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to, it's but... just a matter of finding someone, um, someone who's reputable. And yeah, eBay is a look Okay. And a All lot right. of people will Google me. Like a lot of people will just see me on eBay and then they'll Google me and they'll see I have all five-star Google reviews too. So yeah. they do their own little bit of research. It's not that hard to find me, you know. And so they'll yeah. And you what I'm sharing this with you is because people can do that. Like take me out of the equation. You can do that online and what I highly recommend is anything that looks too too good to be true is usually too yes. good to be true. Yeah. So what you want to check with, if it, I recommend that when people are searching, searching for a certain watch online, let's say they put their, uh, the model number Rolex and the model number, or however they just searched. Right. Mm-hmm. And they pull up, they click shopping, right. And they pull up the items that are for sale. You're going to want to throw out your two outliers, like throw them out, mm-hmm. throw out the one that throw out the price, throw out the one that's priced way too high, throw uh-huh. out the one that's priced way too low. Okay. Okay. That are not in that normal range. Right. Okay. That are because they're, they're outliers because they're not legit. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so you just throw those out from the get go. And there's a lot of websites out there that you'll learn. I've guided people that maybe weren't even going to buy from me necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just don't want anyone to get ripped off. That's one of my passions is fraud protection online for online because I sell luxury items online. It's a passion of mine is, you know, fraud protection. And so I will, I'm happy to help someone navigate the purchase of someone else's watch. Mm -hmm. I am seriously happy to do it. I mean, I can't spend a ton of time, but I can show them real quick here. Give me the link. I'll tell you if this is legit or not. Yeah. And then if it's a great deal, I'll tell them, Hey, I can do that. Or I can beat it. Or I can't, that's a great deal. You should take it. And they look legit to me. You know, I'm honest. I I don't mind because I don't want people to get ripped off, but, um, there are several websites out there that people probably should be careful with careful using specifically in the luxury world, because what they're doing is they're claiming they have a watch, right. For a lower price. Maybe it's, Sometimes it's not even the complete lowest outlier, which to me mm-hmm. means it's probably not authentic uh-huh. or maybe a super clone, you know, might be a super clone. Um, so it's like this really good deal, but it's still a lot of money. And those people are majorly making off like a bandit when you get screwed. Right. But maybe the next level up of outlier, right. It's still really low, but not like so, so low. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of sites out there. Well, they're, they'll sell you a watch, right. That they don't have. Okay. And they'll tell you it's going to take six weeks or eight, six to eight weeks to get it. And people don't mind 
because they'll look at the reviews and they have great reviews and they're thinking, hey, that's better than the five-year wait list yeah. that I'm on at Rolex. I'll wait two months to get this price. That's worth it, right? Yeah. Well, two months later, they don't have a watch because they can't do it at that price. They just can't. So what's going to happen after two to three months, that client will reach out to the company and say, hey, can you get me my watch? And then they're like, yeah, we you know, we can't do it. You need to wait another month. And if they're just tired of waiting mm-hmm. and they demand their money back, mm-hmm. the company will say, okay, we'll give you your money back, right? And it's crazy, the reverse psychology of that, because now that person is not even mad at the company. They're like happy they got their money back and didn't get screwed, right? Right, right. Well, do you know what the company just did? The company knew from the beginning there's a 99% chance they can't get that watch at that price. Yeah. They don't care. It's not a watch company, but they're they're masking as a watch company. What they really are is a company that is borrowing your money for free, no interest. So they just took out a loan from you for four months and you got paid nothing for that loan. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really for reals. This is a lot of these companies that are doing, they, they are under the mask of a luxury item, like a luxury watch. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're, that's kind of the scam. It's not a complete scam because they're getting their money back, but it's, it is not a, they are not a legitimate watch selling company. Yeah. They have a lot of fake fake five-star reviews that boost their algorithm and then it gets your you to trust them yeah there's a lot of internal fake five-star reviews there's so there's some of those sites too i mean you really just got to find someone that you can trust and do your due diligence really Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's too much information or helpful or not i'm not no it was really it was really helpful because even that tip of taking taking the two outliers out that helps with so many so many things um, online and in different markets for people to be aware of that um and then if someone is really super serious about um getting a beautiful luxury watch they should definitely reach out to you whether it's if they're a serious buyer or just have some general questions because you've really given us a lot of (laughs) insight to a world I didn't even know about. And um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a shame. I know that the jewelry industry, you know, with one bad thing that happens, we just have to be really, really careful and, and protect our reputations. And you're out there doing it for, um, you know, for yourself, but also for other people who are honestly dealing with the um, secondary market luxury watches. So yeah. Thank you so much for spending time with us. And how can people, how can people find you online? Pretty easy. You can just, uh, if you type in jewel time, it's spelled wrong because my last name is jewel J U E L L. If you just go into jewel, jeweltime.com, uh, my contact information is on there. We're up, we're in the process of revamping everything on our sites. So, um, but all our contact information is there. If, um, if you don't see a certain watch on there, don't fret. We literally have everything, but we move watches pretty quick because we do so much wholesale. Uh So we have stuff coming in and out. If you, if I have a watch today, I probably won't have it tomorrow. So, um, yeah, whatever you see online is mostly just some of the custom pieces, but, um, at the very basic level, of course, I sell all factory original watches too. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I love that your last name is Jewel. That worked out so well. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Yeah. 
it <laughs> just kind of worked out. So I went with it. I decided to just go with it. Yeah. yeah if, if anyone actually just need, honestly, like, I don't mind helping people look, look at a deal online to see if it's authentic, mm -hmm. like if it's legit and people will have a tendency to get confused with the price differences also. Mm -hmm. And I probably should mention this when it comes to, um, like pre-owned versus new, which uh -huh. is not a huge price difference because it's a Rolex and they hold their value. Right. Uh -huh. But pre-owned versus new, and then also complete sets that have their original, the cards with them and all the paperwork and everything mm -hmm. with the box papers, tags, all that. Right. The price difference on a watch that's a complete set that's kind of new versus something that's pre-owned and doesn't have a box or papers can be thousands of dollars. Oh, okay. Even the watch is identical. That's interesting. Yeah. So people will sometimes get confused when they're shopping and they're trying to compare apples with apples and they don't understand that when they're price checking, they're not really comparing apples with apples because a lot of these websites they, even though the webs, the companies are legit, you know, I know who they are and they're legit and they're not going to sell you a fake watch, but they are a little misleading in their advertising of the watch. It'll say like it has a warranty, but it's the warranty for their company. It's okay. their company, right? It's not the original Rolex warranty card, which people want. Okay. So like, the price is, and then it won't, maybe it won't come with the Rolex box, which right there, like I said, all the original paperwork and card can be the difference between thousands of dollars okay that's really but yeah so something else to look at yeah well thank you so much yeah. for spending time with me today and i can't thank wait to you. share this with everybody My pleasure. thank you happy to help if anyone needs, has questions i'm here for you okay kelly thank you thank you, thank you so right. much bye. bye i hope you enjoyed my visit with kelly it truly was eye-opening and insightful, and I feel like some of the important takeaways from my visit with Kelly are make sure you work with a trusted authorized dealer or reputable gray market dealer. They will have uh, an excellent reputation and who will have your best interest at heart. Because of its high demand, the Rolex watches remain an increase in value. And also one last thing that she mentioned kind of towards the end there was when purchasing from a secondary or a gray market, understand the value of the packaging material. So the box, the tag, and the original enclosures and papers that came with the original purchase, those are very important and will make a significant difference in a purchase and a resale price. If anyone is really interested in knowing how to acquire a luxury watch like a Rolex or learning more about Kelly's custom services, please reach out to her. Sounds like she is more than willing to help anyone who just has some general questions and is, um, is sincerely looking and just doesn't know where to start. She's a wealth of knowledge and is very forthcoming with her information. This topic of luxury watches kind of fits in with my recurring theme of trends and traditions, and there's so much more to come. I'm really excited about some of the guests that I am going to be recording with in the coming weeks, and um, people who will add to your working knowledge of jewelry that you love, have, and want someday. So be sure you're subscribed to the podcast on your favorite podcast or audio platform. And also a couple of weeks ago, I just want to mention, I started a kind of a fun 
um, extra podcast on the weekends, 8.30 on Saturday mornings called Carrots and Coffee. Um, I encourage you to join me live and they're fun jewelry facts, like I said, questions and answers. And I replay the podcast as a regular a, a regularly recurring podcast um, by Monday or Tuesday. And it's short. I like to keep it to around 15 minutes. Like this past weekend, I explained the difference between carrots with a K, which are the, um, it's the purity measure for gold and carrots with a C, which is the term that we use for the weight measure for gemstones. So join me. It's fun and it's easy to find me on Podbean and I'm at jewelrynavigator.podbean.com. Until next time, I'd love to know what you are most curious about with gems and jewelry and would love to hear from you. Please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook and I'm more than happy to answer any of your own personal jewelry questions. So thanks so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate you listening. And until next time, talk to you later. Bye-bye.